Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Welcome to Calvary Chapel. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 8, a message titled, This Little Light of Mine. It's amazing when you think about it. Light coming into the world into a dark world. Think about Rome, first century. We look at our society, and we look at our constitution, and we're like, oh no, they're trying to destroy the constitution, or, or whatever, and we see our, our country maybe going in a direction that we were not anticipating, and we're thinking, well, I used to live in America, and, and you know, and these things trouble us. And yet, when you look at Rome in the first century, it was much darker than our country is today. I mean, we're talking about aberrant sexual behavior. We're talking about all kinds of things that were, that were legal and permitted. If you were a Roman citizen, if you were part of the Senate or you were part of the toga party, they had this party, if you had togas, you were part of a certain class, and you literally could sleep with anybody who was of a lower party than you, whether they were the same sex of you or not. It was, it was absolutely permitted, and it was absolutely acceptable within that society and in that culture. It was disgusting, the things that they believed and the things that they did and the way that they treated their citizens or the way that they treated people who weren't citizens. And, and it was just, it was an awful, awful place to live in an awful, awful dark world that, that Jesus was born into, dangerous in many ways to people, especially people of faith. And, and yet when you think about Jesus coming into the world, you know, I don't think anybody has, has ever depicted it quite as well as, you know, we went on Friday night for a staff party to the Chosen movie. Anybody see that yet? It's, it's kind of a movie, but it's more of an episode, but there's some cool stuff there. It was, it was really good. I, I, I liked it, but what was, what was one thing that they did that really well was they depicted the darkness of the situation that Mary and Joseph were in. And I love that they kind of made Mary kind of optimistic about the whole thing. She comes in, she's like, all right, you know, hey, we're going to do this, you know, and Joseph's just kind of like, oh, you know, like, what are, what are we doing here, you know? And he's like, I'll clean up a spot for you. And so it shows him getting a shovel and scooping up the poop that's on the ground in the stable where they're about, she's about to give birth. And, and she looks over at this stone feeding trough, and she's like, well, we need to make a bed for him. And when I saw that stone feeding trough, I just started to weep because I'm thinking to myself, the Son of God, God in flesh, they're going to lay in that, in this trough, and there's like sheep, you know, trying to put their head in it and stuff, and she's trying to make a bed for him. And I'm just like, that's just so crazy. The darkness that, that they depicted as, as Jesus is brought into this world, it's, it's mind-boggling to think of God being born in a stable and, and being laid in a trough. Now, when we say manger, I mean, if somebody were to say, have you seen a manger? Immediately you think of who? Jesus, Right? 
Is Jesus the manger? It's just a beautiful scene. And we sanitize it for our, our pageants. And uh, we have, you know, movies or whatever. And it's always just this beautiful, serene scene with a star glowing down on and peaceful sheep and everything. Everybody's happy. And it's just like, oh, the baby's born in, the, in a stable. It's so wonderful. It, it wasn't. And you can imagine how Mary and Joseph would have felt in that situation and how Joseph would have felt as a husband, like I'm failing as a husband. And, and Mary, like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I have to give birth to a baby in this environment. This is supposed to be God's son. Did we do something wrong? Did we miss God? Did we not see his provision somewhere? And we're, we're out here doing this thing and we're, we're not supposed to be here? And yet they were exactly where they were supposed to be. Because where are lambs born anyway? Isn't Jesus the lamb who takes away the sins of the world, the lamb of God? One of the things they mentioned in the movie was that the, the priests would give these consecrated rags to the shepherds for the firstborn lambs that were going to be the lambs that would be consecrated for sacrifice. And they would, when they were born, they'd wipe them down with these, these rags. The same rags, apparently, that Jesus was wrapped in as a lamb and laid in a manger, in a stable, the same place a lamb would be born, in a stable or maybe out in the field, but a place where animals were to be born. But more than that, you know, the light of God coming into this dark place where, where, where the darkness makes the light accentuated just so beautifully. Jesus would come and be born in this barn and, 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 and in this de desperate and, and dark situation. And nobody could ever say, he doesn't understand. He, 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 nobody could ever say, you know, Jesus doesn't know what it's like to be in, in a difficult situation. Jesus doesn't know what it's like to be born in, into these adverse circumstances or be a refugee. Yeah, he was and he did. Remember, as they came and killed the innocents of Bethlehem, they fled for their lives to Egypt. And Jesus was a refugee. Jesus was, was one who was born to a, a, a virgin and, and, and probably mocked and ridiculed because his birth was questionable. He knew what it was like to be in a blended family. He knew, he knew all these things, and, and we think that we've been through hard things. Well, God has allowed his son to be born in these adverse circumstances so that he can relate to who you are. It's not, he's not a high priest who doesn't relate to our weaknesses. And, and yet God would allow this. Jesus to be born, the light of the world, born into this dark, dark, dark world. And you know what's beautiful about that is, and Jesus talks about this, is he's saying that your light would shine. You know, he, the light comes to you. You don't set it on a, under a bushel. You don't set it on a shelf. You don't put it away so that nobody could see it. Because he wants you to receive the light into your life that you might shine it to other people. And when things are darkest, this is what should excite us, guys, as we watch the news. And as we see things kind of going in maybe a direction that we don't want them to go, you know, economically and maybe politically or whatever it is that's happening in the world that's troubling to you, it's troubling to everybody. I don't think there's anybody in the United States who isn't a little bit troubled about the things that have happened over the last decade or two. And then we see, just see things getting worse and worse and worse, and, and, and yet the darkness accentuates the light that Jesus has given to each one of us. That that people would see his light. And, and just like Jesus told us in Matthew chapter 5, let your light so shine before men that they see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. 
and, and light shines best in the darkness. Sadly, many people try to ignore the light. And actually, I think everyone ignores the light at some time in our life. It's kind of like that alarm that goes off in the morning. <laughs> you, know, there's, you know, when you're in bed, you don't want any light, right? I mean, it's like, I don't know, I, me, I don't. I, I try to, I put a little tape over all the little LEDs. How do we get so many LEDs in our lives? It's like, like all these LEDs in my room. I'm like little pieces of tape or something over top of every single one of them. And then my alarm goes off in the morning. I have three alarms. Snooze that first one. Snooze, snooze the second one. Okay. And then you're negotiating with yourself, aren't you? Okay, am I going to have time? Okay, I can skip my shower. I took a shower yesterday. Okay, I can. <laughs> you know, you're negotiating with yourself just for a little bit more sleep. Especially if, you, if you're somebody who has kids and they've been keeping you up all night. You know, just need a little bit more sleep, please. But Jesus is calling them and us not to snooze anymore. In John chapter 3, verse 19, and this goes perfectly with what he said in John chapter 1, you know, as many as would receive him, to them he would give the right to become the children of God, those who would allow the light into their life. Notice what he says in John chapter 3, verse 19. Now, of course, this is in the context of something you know well. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that through, that, that through him, or wait, how did it go? Not to condemn the world, but that through him the world might be saved. I don't know. Maybe I got that wrong. But anyway, verse, I don't know why I missed that. Verse 19, it says, and this is the condemnation. Notice this. That light has come into the world and men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. He puts the whole thing on, on us, doesn't he? he? He's not saying, you know, they weren't chosen or they weren't picked. He's saying, No, the reason they ran from the light is because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come into the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light that his deeds may be clearly seen that they have been done in God. I totally get why people don't want to come into the light. Why people don't want to come to church, why people get angry with you when you talk to them about Jesus or when you give them a gospel track. I get that because I remember being there myself. And it's not that I got angry with people, but I just didn't want to hear it. I wanted to get out of that conversation, get out of that place as fast as possible. Because in my mind, if I accept Jesus into my life, then I'm going to ruin all of my fun. If I, if I get religion, then that means a lot of rules that are going to keep me from doing all the things that I want to do. And, and I think that there's a, a reality to that. As, as we think about Jesus and, and, and as the Spirit is prompting that person to come to the light, they run from it because they don't want to change. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, Call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmet.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho. Someday.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.